my podcast video account, of Cat. I am a dual citizen of New Zealand and England. I talk about disability, physical and hidden disability, autism, uh, my amputation, my knee replacement, all things like in New Zealand. So welcome to the podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Now today I want to talk about emotions, recognising emotions understanding emotions, being able to explain emotions when you are autistic. There is the extra challenge. So let us begin. I got my autism diagnosis in my early 40s. Prior to that, I had been an autism specialist teacher for many years. You would think that made me an expert in my own autism, wouldn't you? Well, nope, it didn't. This problem really only dawned on me like a crushing realisation this now it feels like someone has turned a light on. All those years I was using words that others used, copying descriptions of feelings without really knowing what they meant. How in the heck did I reach the age of 50 without realising this? Well, the background to my diagnosis, here we go. So, the crisis point really came when I stopped teaching. I had spent many years in a career with very clear rules and boundaries. Suddenly, I had none. This did not immediately dawn on me as a problem till much later. I began to find it difficult. I was setting up a fitness business and this was an, another area I was also an expert in. So why was this all so hard? I was running into relationship issues with staff, relationship issues with customers, all of which were causing conflicts and making me feel very I could not understand why I was finding all of this so difficult. Then I had a think about it. ASD was something I had thought about on and off over the years, but I always disregarded it. I was back visiting this avenue again, looking for answers to why I was struggling so much. With the help of my father, I paid for a private ASD assessment. And bingo, I had the answer. This did not instantly make everything okay, but for me, it certainly explained an awful lot, like a light bulb moment. It had, however, taken me many years to come to terms with it, and it's only relatively recently that I have started to talk about it more openly. So what exactly did happen this week? Well, I see a clinical psychologist regularly in relation to my PTSD and the constant pain that I deal with related to the amputation. I have recently transferred to a new psychologist and this week was my second appointment. So, also in the past week I received a very upsetting email relating to my amputation and ongoing case around that. When I opened and read this email, the emotions I felt certainly were overwhelming and I struggled to keep control. When the psychologist asked me about this, I became very upset. I recognised that the email could well have been a major trigger for my PTSD, but I had little more understanding of it than that. So I described it as a meltdown. <coughs> I, a recognisable term I have heard others using. The psychologist asked me to describe how that felt to me. Here is where I really came to a brick wall. I just didn't know how to articulate that. I tried my best. And then they elaborated on it and described how other people had explained it. It was at that point that I realised that the reaction I had had 
was a full-blown PTSD trigger episode or whatever you want to call it. Why is this a problem for autistic people? Well, you can see already why certain things could be missed. I have spent a significant part of my life simply thinking how I feel is just normal, but it certainly isn't. I can now see why so many autistic people would feel diagnosed with depression, and that is a very well-known statistic. For me, emotions are very much black and white, so, so much like how I see the rest of the world in other aspects. Examples of emotions I understand are love and hate. I see those as polar opposites, and I struggle to understand and recognise anything in between. Fear, or being scared, sadness, happiness, and anger. I really struggle to recognise or understand any of the others. In fact, I had to ask Google for a list of emotions so I could understand and remember what they actually all were. Examples of an emotional I, emotion I don't understand, well, this one comes up a lot. Anxiety. This is used a lot when talking about depression and PTSD, but I really don't understand what this emotion means and can't re relate it to how I am feeling although I expect I do have a significant amount of it. <laughs> so then we come on to the subtleties of language. I get what the meaning of many of the other subtle variations of emotions actually are, but I much prefer to use the black and white descriptions. They make a lot more sense to me. Another term that is used a lot, is always trips me up, is tightness. This term I mean in relation to muscles when I ask clients to explain the issues they want me to treat. Massage therapist. Now, for me, a muscle is sore or it isn't. That, quite simply, is the end of it. But customers often don't think, see it like that and describe muscles as tight. The word tight has a totally different meaning to me. Stiff, difficult to move and not necessarily sore. So, it often feels like being a foreign student. I'm constantly translating the words others use into words that I actually have meaning to me in order to be able to understand the world around me. So then we come on to the autism processing delay. This is exactly why it often feels like there is a pregnant pause in a conversation when talking to me or any other autistic person, because it takes me a moment longer than you to first process what has been said, secondly work out the meaning of that, three work out an appropriate response and then four put that into words such is life when you're autistic. So, what would I like from you as the listener? Well, I would love for you to leave a comment explaining in your own words what anxiety means or feels like for you. If I get enough of these responses, perhaps I can use them all to work out a meaning that I understand for myself. You can find the blog of this on melaniemcgowan.com. You can also find me on YouTube at Riding Footloose. 